All right, good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January 12, 2021. We do have uh, a handful of news uh, to report, so that'll be pretty exciting. And it covers a lot of things going on around the world, so let's get into it. Now, first off, Japan has allegedly just detected an entirely new strain of COVID-19 that has been found to be originating from Brazil. Look, you know what? At this point, I, I hate to say it, but whatever. Like, it, it, the, if we cannot affect it in our immediate lives, if we cannot change it or reverse the path, assuming it's legitimate and not an, another form of fear-mongering, then what's the point in just kind of, you know, thinking about it and extrapolating on different interpretations of it. I don't think there's any point. The next thing is that Trump has approved a state of emergency declaration for Biden's inauguration. So apparently there's going to be more than 15,000 National Guard troops. Allegedly, there's around 10,000 around the Capitol and the, and the White House right now. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, uh, there's a lot of interpretation and I guess we could say assumptions of what will happen but again allegedly there's an fbi report saying that they have evidence to suggest that there's going to be coordinated attacks on all 50 capital state capitals across the country excuse me um you know what look it, if that's the case i hope it's not disinformation to to deceive people we don't know if it's going to be a coup a coup d'etat some type of stage of staged event or something along these lines we have no idea right so We'll see what happens. The next thing is that allegedly Trump acknowledged to Kevin McCarthy in a private phone call that his words were partly responsible for the riot of the, the speech he made that day. It's very hard to say. And one of the things that Trump does, and I'm not saying this is a good or a bad thing, is that he says things sometimes that are open for interpretation. So if you interpret it in a positive way, it's actually very good. But if you interpret it in a negative way, then we're looking at a bit of a different situation there, right? The next thing is that the CDC announced that there's no maximum time frame between the first COVID shot and the second, but still encouraged people to take the second shot. Uh, big surprise, and I'm saying that sarcastically. Again, all of a sudden, right when the mass inoculation starts, it's, you know what? Oh, don't worry about it. After the first shot, no, no, get the second shot, but, you know, take your time if you like, but get it, still get it. It's like, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. The next thing is that Trump designated Cuba as a terrorist-sponsored country again, making it more difficult for Biden to continue the alleged repair, um, I guess, repairing negotiations and relations between the U.S. and Cuba. You know what? Look, it's a political chess game. If, if Trump didn't do it now, eventually it was going to get ruptured. And I'm not saying that to defend Trump, but Cuba's always been very volatile. I love, I know a lot of Cuban people, fantastic people, but in terms of the government of Cuba, it's hard to say. I don't know the specific politics and political climate at the moment of what's occurring there. So I don't want to comment any further on something that I don't know too much about. All I know is that it's been a volatile issue from the beginning, right? So the next thing is that Alaska Airlines started putting those at capital, uh, putting those at the capital or those who are clear Trump supporters on permanent ban from flying with their airline. Look, technically speaking, just like big tech and Twitter and Facebook, they are private companies. So if they don't want to do business or if they don't want to host a certain person on their platform or if they don't want to allow a certain client or person to fly on their airline, they can do that. But there comes a point where you get so big as a private company that this whole thing of being a private company may in fact just be a general guise and form of 
I guess we could say disguise, so to speak, and also a form of provocation to sort of justify doing whatever you want. But I think the problem there is that when you look at Twitter, for example, are they a private company? Absolutely. So is Facebook. But there comes a point where pure, strict capitalism may not work in the sense that you get so big that you you become more than just a private company, whether you want to or not. You become the moral arbiter of a lot of what's going on in the discussion of things politically, socially, scientifically, economically, academically, everything. And that is the issue I take with that. And so when Elon Musk, for example, called a few months ago for Jeff Bezos to break up Amazon, I couldn't agree more. I mean, look, at the end of the day, in theory, yes, it's Jeff Bezos' company. He could do whatever he wants with it. So I totally understand the legal aspect. But there comes a point where you get so big as a company, it's like, come on. You know, and, and uh, I know that's a probably a terrible legal argument to make, but you guys get what I'm saying. So anyways, the next thing is that Chad Wolf, the acting director of Homeland Security for over a year, just resigned, citing events of the past week as his reasoning. Uh, look, it's some people look at it as rats leaving a sinking ship. Others look at it as the establishment has won and has taken over. And so therefore, there's nothing to fight for anymore. So you might as well resign. It depends how you view it. There's always two ways to view this. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're conservative or a Republican or Democrat or liberal. The neocons, the ones that are, you know, all about the establishment, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, even the Mitch McConnell's, I'll, I'll name, uh, you know, a couple on both sides, right? They're the ones that are stuck to old money, old power. And yes, do they know how to adapt? Sure. But they're not the ones that are really... They're not the ones resigning because they understand the way the process works. Therefore, that makes them automatically, by definition, a part of the establishment, right? The next thing is that the Democrats have affirmed articles of impeachment. The question then becomes, will Pence invoke the 25th or or not? But the thing is, is that if Pence doesn't invoke the 25th and impeachment goes to the House, which it did, it'll pass. But McConnell might block it in the Senate. So it's very hard to say. Very, very difficult to say. Uh, I, It's hard to say, see where McConnell stands on this. I mean, for example, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer allegedly called Mike Pence, and they claimed that Mike Pence's assistant kept them on hold for about half an hour and then came onto the phone and said, the vice president will not take your call right now. Look, they got to be careful. And I'm not saying that because, you know, things are not going good right now, but both sides have to be careful, especially because there's going to be a large shift in power. The Democrats are going to have the House, the Senate and the White House in, I think, like eight days from now or something like that in the next week or two, at least. And so this this balance of power is important, but at the same time, it can get out of control. And we have to be very vigilant and we have to be very careful of what's going on. The next thing is that Okay, there's the big argument going on about major tech companies removing uh, certain apps from their platform. It goes back to my argument before. There comes a point where people like, or companies, sorry, like Apple and Google that have their own respective app stores are making decisions based on things that they feel is justified, which is fine. It is their right to do it because it's their company and it's their platform. However, we also have to look at the fact that, again, you get to the point where you become so big, what do you, like, what do you do? Do you break up the company like Amazon or Apple for getting too big or like, you know, because or do you argue that this is a capitalistic society and doesn't matter how big we get, it's our company. Go screw yourself. Right. So it's hard to say. There's been arguments that pure full on capitalism doesn't work 
in the case of, you know, you have a handful of four or five companies just running the whole industry. And that's present in the tech industry as of recently, but it's always been present in pharmaceuticals, in oil and things like this. So it's hard to say. The next thing is that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are allegedly quoting, uh, quitting sorry, social media because of all, all the hate they're getting. Look, I'm not saying them specifically. A lot of people have strong opinions on Harry and Meghan. But even though they left the royal family, they will always be branded as those that are related to the royal family. I mean, it's Harry. You know what I mean? So they, they said they're quitting because of all the hate they're getting. Look... If you can't handle the hate, then don't do it. And I'm not trying to sound like a macho guy or something like that. Not at all. But what I'm saying here is that what did you expect? I mean, the, the royal family, especially the queen and Prince Philip they're, and Prince Charles, they're either hated or loved. I've never met a single, and I could be wrong, but I've never met a single person who in between has a stance that is right down the middle. That's like, no, I kind of like them, but I kind of don't. I've never seen that. I've always seen people have very, very strong opinions on that and on the royal family. The next thing is that anonymous callers have begun calling Democrats and leaving anonymous voicemails saying that they're going to kill them and their family and uttering death threats and things like this. Now, look, I am not for violence regardless. It is the complete opposite of evolution it is the complete opposite of due process, the complete opposite of anything even remotely reasonable or intellectual. I don't even want to use the word intellectual because violence is the complete opposite of that. It is the dissension into negativity. With that being said, I want to play devil's advocate here, but I say this very carefully because I don't advocate for violence. But, and I say but very carefully, if you are a public figure of any kind, expect death threats. It's as simple as that. Whether you're someone who's a... I don't know, like a YouTuber or whether you're a politician or a celebrity, expect death threats. And maybe they might say, well, we've never gotten it before. Yeah, but you know what? The world isn't in the situation it's ever been. Uh, it's it's um, has never been in this type of situation before. So again, uncalled times called for uncalled measures or responses or things like this. I'm not by any means justifying the phone calls with death threats. I completely condone it. I think it's absolutely cowardice and it's terrible. If people can, for people to leave voice messages like this. However, at the same time, when you're a public figure, expect that to happen. Expect that to come in. There's a reason why politicians, especially at the higher levels, have such tight uh, security. Whether it's you know in the cyber world or physically when they go out, when they have you know secret service agents around them or bodyguards or things like this, right? Or even uh, even dogs in some cases. You know, like those huge dogs they have. Um, so yeah, the next thing is that. Two gorillas at San, at the San Diego Zoo in California allegedly caught COVID. This is the first known case where apes caught it. Now, here's the thing. I am not a scientist or a biologist by any means or geneticist or anything of the sort. However, I do believe, if I can remember correctly, humans and apes share 98%, our DNA, we share 98% of it or 97% of it with apes. So, I mean, there's a probable chance mathematically that they'll be able to catch it as well if their respiratory system functions in a similar way and things like this, right? Their breathing apparatus inside of their body functions in that same way as well. It's very possible. Very, very possible. So, I mean, look, when we share 97 or 98% of their DNA, of our DNA with them or vice versa, I mean, depending who you ask, depending where we came from and <laughs> things like this, I would expect that to happen. Not going to lie. I would expect that to happen. 
So I would cover more news around the world, but essentially everything is focused on either COVID or what's going on with the Washington uh, riot, right? And and rightfully so. I understand that whether it's being covered on both sides in different uh, objective views and perspective. But anyways, not the longest episode in the world. But again, just trying to report what I find to be significant. And I don't want to sit here re- and regurgitate myself. So I hope to deliver information to you guys in a way that's much more informative and quicker than, than the news ever or the traditional form of news ever does. So thank you so much, guys, for watching. And we will catch you guys either this afternoon for the traditional episode or tomorrow. Cheers.